0: Hey family and welcome to Power Start Your Day at Pink Millionaire, Nicole Smith Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you and that's for you to build a big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't done this already, go ahead, share the call with others. They can uh, dial in at 602 1848 or listen online with their smart device, iPad, tablet, PC or Mac at blogtalkradio.com. Forward slash success with Nicola, so you can listen live at any time at Blog Talk Radio. But um, you know, should you ever, ever, ever miss it, go ahead and um, download uh, the podcast Or start your day. It's just that simple, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, you know. And I encourage you to do so. I want us to uh, start our new series off right. I want us to keep it very simple. Uh. Something ends, something new begins. And I want you to put an end to making success complicated and confusing. So many times I talk about success principles and you know strategies and things like that, and you know, I can sometimes hear the frustration and confusion over the wire, or I can literally, if I'm talking to someone in person, their eyes are like, I just don't comprehend, no comprende, I don't understand. And what I've found is that many people are making um, the simple things very confusing. And I know wanting to have success and being anxious and everything, it, it gets like, it can get very grueling sometimes, but nonetheless, I want you to always keep it simple. I've discovered that success is simple. I could definitely not take credit. God is who uh, helped me discover this through his Holy Spirit. I was making a lot of things complicated in a business. But the word of God created up a lot of things, and And led me not only to success that's going to hopefully uh, position me to go to heaven, but for me to just crush it here on earth. And if this is something that you're interested in, I want you to know that um, success can be simple. I'm talking about big business success made simple. I want us to go to the Lord, but before that, I need you to turn to, we got two scriptures. One is Matthew 633, and the other is John 8, and we're going to do that, passage 31 through 32. This is very intimate for me because I literally heard God whisper. This is the first time that I heard God whisper and knew it was God. Let's go to the Lord together. Father God, we come before you, we honor you today because today is the day you made and we're glad, rejoice, we're here in the land of the living. Just that in itself is such an amazing gift. I know it's complicated to make a day, but it's simple for you, God. And because you've made us in the likeness of your image, you've given us the power to do greater things than your son Jesus has done—not only the power, but the authority. But so often we take the long, crooked road to what you told us to do. Help us simplify success, any success, but big success, because you're a big God, and we believe that you have positioned us here on Earth to do big things but not in our name and yours. Lord, we want sustainable growth and sustainable success. We know that success is a system because you're a systematic God. Everything is in decency and in order. Help us put those things in order. (laughs) Oftentimes we forget that you sent us a helper. You sent us your helper. Your spirit, your Holy Spirit, the only part of the Godhead that dwells here on earth as well as for those who will accept him on the inside of us. Holy Spirit, have your way here and power start your day because we have no power without you. So often we would acknowledge God who's on the throne. And Jesus, who's right at his right hand, will forget you who's here to teach, guide, direct, and correct us, and also bring God's word into our remembrance. Honor you. And we thank you. We ask you to help us to seal this prayer so we never forget the blood. Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We're talking about big business, right? Big business. Because uh, the new norm is going to be, uh, for those who want to rock with what's going on right now, is becoming a business owner. Now, we've been talking about big business ever since we started Power Start Your Day. And I know many people still were like, you know what? I don't need all of that. But I don't know how you're going to be fruitful and multiply if you don't start thinking bigger. Now, I want you to go to Matthew 633 with me because this is a scripture that totally put me in line when I was just out of line. And – I was hearing God's voice before and hearing the whisper, but child, I just thought it was voices in my head. This time, I'll tell you the story in a moment. I knew it was him. But I want you to also go to John 8, 31 through 32 as well. We're going to talk about success, aligning it with the truth. Because many of us are building our success houses on sand. I did say it. We think that we can escape the truth. most people really don't believe that, but they just hope that maybe the rules will change for them. Matthew 6:33. This is is in red, by the way, so Jesus is speaking. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Well, if you were reading in the book of Matthew chapter 6 and you go a little bit further, it's about people who might be um, worried about how many people worry about if they're ever going to be successful or if their time is ever going to come? Matthew 6.33, and I'll give you the story about that one. I can laugh because it's like I can see it vividly. I can see my face vividly. I was crying. I was a hot mess. And uh, I heard the whisper. <laughs> Let's go to John 8.31-32. through 32. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Now, if you keep going on, and I encourage you to continue to read on because the Jews that were listening to Jesus say this had the nerve to answer him and question him, did not know who they were talking to. And that's crazy because we question God all the time. I've done it, and it's made life so complicated. It's made business and even making money so complicated that God has given us some simple truths, and then we will question Him, but not question. People who give you information without his truths attached to it, about success. Now, this is what I want to say about being simple as we're opening up this series. The word said. Kingdom and His righteousness first. The first step to success is going to God. Not scrolling down folks' timelines to think that they're going to give you all of their teachers to success. To think that you could learn everything about success just by showing up, maybe, to one training or even copycatting what someone else says and how they do things. How many of us have had a problem and we called somebody before we called on God? We all have had that until we come around to the truth. Even unless God told you to call them, you shouldn't even call them. Now, when we start talking about having big success in business, I need you to go to God first and be honest about where you are. This is a simple exercise. Be honest about where you are. I have had times in my life this was before I delivered and uh, buried those three children where you would think that you could fool somebody and everything is okay when you know it's not. Be honest about where you are in your building process. This will make things simple. And go to who you know can help you first, and then let him direct you to who you need to go to or what you need to do. Any other way is going to take you down a path of confusion, and the word says God is not the author of confusion. Now, sometimes people are looking for keys to success in big business, and they're always thinking the grass is greener on the other side. You're driving your car. And what do they call that? Will your head always turning another way instead of turning your head straight like the word tells you? What do they call that? Oh, my mercy. When you're riding with somebody and their head always turn and they don't want to miss nothing going on on the road, but they miss everything that's right in front of them. What do they call it? Somebody got to drop it on my Facebook page. What do they call it? Rubber necking. Rubber necking. Instead of just going to God first. This was one simple truth that led me into big business where I prayed and I asked God, look, I know there has to be something better and bigger out here. It has to be something where I can literally be in more communion with you, have more time with you. Do you know that I I just, I don't know, I'm crazy enough to believe that when I ask God to just put my whole life in order, that the fact that the first thing I wanted was more time with him because when I would have to go to the salon, I was up with some quick five-minute prayer. I couldn't pray as long as I wanted to. I had to literally have a long set so that I could now go to get breakfast, go to get things set up so I can get out the door. And my first thing I asked him for, I want more time with you, and I want more time with the family. And I want to live and build a legacy for my children's children. That's crazy. Do you know that at that moment I had read that scripture, but I wasn't paying attention to that? I was literally speaking God's word to him, and he had to deliver. Put that pause right there, because if you're praying somebody else's prayers, meaning like you praying for stuff you saw somebody else got, God already know where that prayer came from. Ain't that crazy? Because He knows our moves before we make them, and He knows our thoughts before we think them. So what I want you to do on today is I need you to go to Matthew 6, John 8, 31 through 32, and I need you to be honest with God with where you are. And then when we get clear on the next step on where you want to be, you know, follow in line with the truth that you need to first go to God, and you need to tell the truth. Go to God and tell the truth on where you are. I dare you to lay it all out. Today, my mom, we were still celebrating birthday and we just wanted to cook. I cooked all the, you know, the some of the Jamaican meals that she taught me how to cook that I, I had been cooking since I was like 12, 13 years old. And I cooked some of those things. And, you know, for so many years, my mom's house would be the house that everybody go to eat. And as I saw my mom, not just agents, but she was becoming more seasoned. I'm like, she don't need to be in no kitchen cooking all those hours and doing all them things, but she still wanna be able to experience those things. So Riley and I decided we want to create those atmospheres for our parents. And so she began to talk about some things, and I'm not gonna go deep into that. I shared the video, I think Rushi shared the video. But I was sitting there going to and she kept saying how proud she was of me, but I remember a time where I knew she wasn't, and it was because there were certain things in my life that was out of order, and my mom was one of those people that never held her tongue. She would just tell you the truth. She called it ratchet. Should tell you the truth about when you being ratchet or when you out of line or when you out of order with what God would want for your life. But the moment I began to really listen to the truth, I was going down the wrong road, and I started seeking God to say, "Put me on that right road." didn't look like everybody else rode. I'm going to let you know that. In fact, when you go to God and you do what I shared with you to do, and you go and you tell him the truth, he's going to start putting you on a path that's going to seem lonely, but I don't want you to be afraid. It happened to me. I literally just found out that I was pregnant with Caden. Caden now is 12. He's going to be 13 in a few months at the time of this. Robert and I were, at this point, newlyweds, And in my mind, I thought that, no, I don't want to have any more children because Jawan, who just turned 23, still not even started walking yet. And I'm like, oh, we got to be there for him. You know, everything that he needed, someone had to do it for him. So I know that when you have a newborn, everything they needed, someone has to do it for them. And so I would get up on a Sunday morning and Go to church early service because Robert is not an early ride. So I used to get up on purpose and go to 7 o'clock service just so I could be by myself and cry by myself. Now to think, God had blessed me in my womb with a baby from my husband, and I was crying. I was sad. I just knew it was more hard times ahead. I just knew that this probably will be maybe another problem birth or what happened. I remember going to church and I got up real early and I started winding up around that road and I went to service and I heard the word of God, I heard the preacher preaching and I left still crying. I got back in the car and I'm like, that did not help me. Yeah, know I'm just so real. I'm like, I don't whatever he said today, that wasn't for me. That wasn't what I was looking for. And as I began to bend around that corner and I started crying again, wanting to cry before I got back home because I didn't want Robert to say, What are you crying for? And I heard that whisper, Matthew six and thirty three. I heard God voice. At that time, I said, that was the second time I heard his voice clearly, but I went back and said, yeah, he'd been talking to me for a long time, and I was just so hard-headed. I didn't even know his voice. He'd been with me for so long. Oh, my gosh. I could just bust out crying right now because I'm like, he has been with me for so long. And I literally." was so far away from him in my heart, thinking because I was reading my Bible every day that I knew his voice. And that was the second time within a short period of time that I, and I was like, oh, my God. When I heard the scripture, the whisper, Matthew 6 and 33 began to obey. Life, success, relationships, they started getting so much simpler. Big things started popping. I encourage you, go on back there and go listen to this again. I was hard-headed too the first time, so I ain't going to blame you if you still don't get it. But once you start getting it, Big things are going to happen for you. God bless you. Got to get on the phone with my daddy this morning. Talk with you soon.